0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Welcome. It is time to rub the sleep out of your eyes. 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 Uh, it is the 4th of October, 2021. The show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Joe podcast begins now.
0: This is Zaniac Joe Pellerito. And Danny Pellerito. EZ
2: it's the Eric Zane Show Podcast. Give me an E. E. Give me a Z. Z. Give me a S. 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 Give me a P. P. E. What's that
0: spell? S. <laughs> F.
2: What's that spell? S. <laughs> F. All right, listen. It's the Eric Zane Show Podcast Show. Yeah, that's what it is. Please welcome Mr. Eric Zane.
1: Thank you. Welcome. We have a lot of ground to cover today and every day, frankly. Uh, Thank you so much for being part of it. And uh, my goodness, away we go. Holy crap. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, Finally got some work done around this household. I don't know what got into me. But to suddenly just, uh, on a whim, fire up the lawnmower, I'm like, what? This is ridiculous. Uh, Pooh Bear said she wanted some work done in the backyard. And, uh, yeah, I freaking did it. Uh, Jam-packed all weekend, though, with uh, limo work to do. More on that coming up. As to uh, some of the uh, highlights that always seem to take place when it comes to uh, that uh, moonlighting gig. But, uh, my gosh, um, I, 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 need to right away start. Um, an absolute crime was committed and, uh, the timing on this couldn't have been, uh, more perfect for the criminal who assaulted me, uh, yesterday. It was, uh, an awful experience. All I was doing was minding my own business. Uh, running down the road, getting my long run in, you know, still training, trying to make something happen for this, uh, charity race that I am involved in with Mike Ball. And, um, by the way, 11 miler, 11 mile, uh, run that I had to do. And I'm feeling it today. Let me just say that. I think that, um, hang on. <coughs> Uh, I think that this is it after this race uh, I'm I'm done I am going to retire it's time for me to just like go on uh, a gentle walks my knees and ankles are just like enough enough my brother Paul is like well that's when it's gonna get worse if you stop it's gonna and it was like look nothing is worse the day after. Uh, hell, hours after. While it's happening. It's too much. It just hurts. 51 freaking years old. It's time to settle down. I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and just get uh, become morbidly obese like Mike. Uh, but, I mean, my God. My joints. Everything hurts. If I had to get up right now. To go take a leak, and I'm I'm hoping I don't, because just getting up and moving to that door, no matter what I do, it's gonna I'm gonna be walking, you know, uh, it, so gingerly, it's gonna be like, oh my god, it's look at him, it's horrible, legs are just shot. I felt okay during the run yesterday. It's, it's afterwards that the problem is, uh, is going on. And uh, the criminal activity that I witnessed um, and was a victim to yesterday uh, was uh, brought about by one Mike Ball. Of all the people to see me when I'm running, he sees me. I have no idea. I'm in. I'm in the zone, uh, being awesome as usual. So you know, uh, I was uh, probably at about seven minutes a mile at that point, maybe a little slower. And I guess asshole saw me. I guess turned around his truck or whatever, and and uh, positioned himself in a spot where he could assault me. And the next thing I know this egg-sucking maggot is running behind me catching up holding his cell phone saying horrible things and laughing in my face and making me feel like a dick I think I even have um uh a video and audio to play for you of this of of this Terrible thing that took place. You see right here, this is like a neighborhood near where I live. And uh, I have, I guess, made it across this street that's in in this shot. And then as soon as I passed, idiot decided to uh, run up behind me and this took place. Now he's terrible at camera work. So you see a lot of the camera bouncing around and shit. There I am. There I am. By the way, that's, uh, that's, that's excellent form right there. Look at that. No wasted energy whatsoever. Uh, a midfoot strike. Everybody gave me shit about my high socks. You know, what the fuck? Oh,
2: my God. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, loser? I'm not a loser. you asshole, you live? Fuck. So I saw a slow, slow guy running down the road. I thought it's I not slow. is the best part of my run. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm liking my chances. Shut up. You're Go home, you fucking beautiful wife. You're dead. Fuck you. You're dead.
1: <laughs> asshole. All right. So, uh, the race is October 17th. Uh, two weeks to the day yesterday. I have no idea how this is going to turn out. Mike claims that he's in great shape yet walks a marathon. He he, he walked a marathon like two weeks ago or a week ago or some shit like that. He talks a, he talks a big game for someone who walked a marathon. So, I mean, we shall see. Uh, we, uh, we are getting, uh, we got a ton of um, people who donated, including Mike Ball himself. First of all, thank you to Julie M., She donated $250. Uh, Let's see. Deb V. Thank you very much. She donated $100. Rob V. $25. Hold on a second. Let me see who Deb picked. Uh, Sorry, Eric, unless you're sandbagging. I'm going to have to go with Mike by 12 minutes. Rob V. Mike will win by 101.3. The fun hits you know. Fuck. Julie M. $250. Thank you. She wrote 15 minutes and Mike will win. The psycho magician. John M. $30. Thank you. Five minutes. I will win. There you go. That's what we're talking about. Mike Ball bets on himself. $500. Says that he will win by 16 minutes and 37 seconds. He wrote "Slowpoke, nine minute pace. The guy he always beats, 745 pace. He's calling his shot. Nick, 50 bucks. Thanks. Says, I will win by 45 seconds. That would be a hell of a finish. All right. That means, we, well, we had uh, $505 raised. Add to that 50, 550, 580. Seven eighty nine. Wait a minute. Seven eighty. Eight thirty. Eight fifty five. Wow. That's nine hundred and fifty five dollars. In one fell swoop. Plus the five oh five we already had raised. Well, that's fantastic. We've raised fourteen hundred and sixty dollars for the AT Children's Project. Thank you. Very much. You go to ATCP.org slash Eric Zane, and there you go. I've been getting a lot of shit from Aram, who was a supporter. How much is the is bet on Mike compared to Eric? I don't know. You have turned on me. My God. Uh, Can somebody get Eric wireless earbuds for Christmas? No, I like these. Thank you. Shut up. Uh, Eric, you had your chance. He was on the side of the road. You could have pushed him into traffic. Horrible. Uh, What do you have on your waist? A fanny pack? Dirk writes, no, that was a fuel belt, idiot. That's where you put your water bottles. If you'd fucking uh, exercise once in a while instead of sitting around posting fucking stupid death memes, uh, maybe you'd know that. Dumbass. All right. Terry says, I was so hoping he was going to check your oil when I first watched. Jason says, it's funny, he wasn't even breathing hard, catching up to you. Yeah, whatever. Fucking bullshit. You all piss me off so bad. You just love to see me fail. That's what it is. Horrible, horrible uh, behavior on your part. And a terrible thing to be discovered by him as I'm running. Seven minute miles. I can't even get behind that. It wasn't seven minute miles. Am I kidding? All right. Yesterday was another fantastic day, uh, in terms of making progress towards my bet with huge washing my truck in the driveway. Wow. Um, the lions fall, they lose to the bears and it was absolutely horrendous. I, you know, it's the amount of time, the short amount of time by this fucking team that everybody can just turn on them. Now, I was never really in their camp to begin. I mean, I love the Lions. There's there's no question. I'm not going to sit here and, and and say really terrible things about them because that's my team. I love that. I love those guys. But, you know, the whole idea that anybody, especially someone who claims to know stuff about sports, Bill Simonson, would suggest and say that they're going to win nine football games this year what a what, I, you know that is a real ugly thing to do and say. Oh my God! First of all, there was some uh, great great stories in the in football, and that one of them uh, are the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, and the Arizona Cardinals beat Matt Stafford's Rams, and boy, that is uh, that is fantastic. Kyler Murray is an absolute beast. And uh, Matt Stafford comes back to the pack a little bit with uh, with that loss. I mean, the Rams and Stafford are great, but Arizona, how about that? Really, really great. Fantastic stuff. Last night, uh, the Bucks beat the Patriots. Going back to Foxborough, everyone's like, oh, Tom Brady, this is awesome. And uh, Patriots miss a field goal late. And so that's it. Patriots win the football game. Big hug between uh, Belichick and uh, and Brady. Afterwards, that's it. Rob Gronkowski is badly injured in their last game. He was like uh, uh, tackled really hard and and he it he was hit in an awkward way and his body bent kind of nutty, and he stayed down for some time, and then so they uh, took him into the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The exam room. And they, they did an x-ray and they go, you're fine. You're fine. So he went back out in that game, not this most recent game, but the one before that. Well, that was a bad idea because, uh, an MRI revealed that he is hurt. He's really seriously injured. He has a broken rib and, uh, four other cracked ribs. I guess the broken one is one that kind of like, I don't know, maybe that's just a uh, more horrible version of a crack. Uh, I would guess, I mean, to me, they're all broken, but he also punctured a lung somehow. Maybe the cracked rib kind of went in, you know, I mean, my God punctured lung and he went back out and played. It's uh, a lot of people like Jesus, he shouldn't have gone out. But anyway, that guy's, that guy is messed up. He did not play yesterday, but back to the lions. Fuck. Okay. The lions are losing seven, nothing. And then, um, They march down the field and they get in what's that area, uh, you know, the last 20 yards of the field known as the red zone. And they kept getting down there all game long. And then they would uh, get all the way down there. And then they would turn into like a a bumbling uh, idiot football team that can't like protect the football, can't convert a third or a fourth down two times. Um, They went down there and just turned the ball over on down. So it was like third and whatever, and they couldn't convert a touchdown. Fourth and whatever, same damn thing, can't do it. That happened twice, okay? And then uh, twice they fumbled. (laughs) Of all these times that they're down there, there might have even been five times, I don't know, they couldn't punch it in. In fact, you know it's bad when the team, when the things that happen to the team, If you were to put, like, Benny Hill music, Yakety Sax, uh, behind the play, and it looks hysterical, you know you stink. And that's exactly what was going through my mind. This gong show moment where uh, Jared Goff, he's lined up in that formation called the shotgun, you know, in case you don't know, that's when the, the ball is snapped and it goes flying to the quarterback. He catches it and, you know, whatever. Well... He's you know getting things ready to, for that big moment, and then takes a couple steps forward and barks something out to the offensive line, and then he still looks around. He's getting his uh, he's getting his uh, uh bearings as to what he's going to do. And Frank Rag now the center snaps it before he's ready. Okay, so he has no idea that the ball is about to hit him. The ball hits him and somehow bounces. It's like he was made of rubber. Okay, the ball takes this crazy. It's now live ball. Okay. So it goes flying out, hits golf and goes flying in the air. So now everybody's moving. The play is now live, and the ball goes flying in and it lands right into the hands of this gigantic defensive lineman. Who's like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? He catches the ball. Ah, yeah, I got the ball. Holy shit. And goes running straight, you know, and uh, in, in in my mind, I was hoping that he would bust free and have a big man touchdown. Oh God! At that now that and you know what's funny about that and this happens to me all the time. I know Tyler K said that this happens to him too. Um, I think it was Tyler who said that, or I think it was Tyler who said that he sits down to watch the Lions and then as soon as you the wheels start to fall off, then he just leaves. Um, so th- this wasn't exactly like that, but this does happen to me a lot where I'll sit down and the moment I sit down, the first play I see or the first couple of plays, something catastrophic happens. And this was, I sat down and the NFK was watching it. And I go, uh, uh, all right, down seven, nothing, but they're knocking on the door. And he goes, yep, yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And the first play I see is that play. And I'm like, oh my God, of course. And uh, so then they, you know, Bears get the ball. Justin Fields is their quarterback, and he is a rookie from Ohio State. And, you know, his first game he played, he stunk. The Lions have a tendency for when players, new young players show up, or maybe a backup quarterback is taking over for an injured quarterback. Um, they tend to have, like, career days. There was a quarterback, I think his name was, um, Uh, Matt Flynn. Is that what it was? Yeah. Matt Flynn was a, uh, it was a horrible quarterback. He played for uh, LSU and the Packers drafted him as like a, uh, a backup. And uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt one time and, Flynn filled in and he had like, I think it, it I, I'm not kidding you. There were, there was some type of record that was set. Uh, I think he threw like seven touchdown passes and passed for like 4,000 yards in one game. I mean, it was some stupid, ridiculous stat and so much so that the amount of, um, uh, attention he got from this one game, um, was enough that, um, Uh, let's see on January 1st, 2012, Flynn started the final game of the season against the Detroit lions. He threw for 480 yards and six touchdowns, both of which set single game records. Now, because of that performance, now again, this was a loser who he didn't do shit in his career. That one game allowed him to get the attention he needed, and the Seattle Seahawks signed him the following uh, March to a three-year, $20.5 million contract with $9 million guaranteed. And he didn't do anything. My God. So the Lions caused that career day because they sucked so much dick it's ridiculous justin fields same way he has a great game against the lions and in fact after that uh benny hill play uh it, he he uh he was picking on this one cornerback for the lions is price dude who stinks and uh that guy can't run for shit he runs like me you know and uh he just, you know, he's just these long passes. Justin Fields has a great day against the Lions, and now everybody's like, ah, fuck. So the Lions fall to 0 and 4. And, you know, come on. I mean, I I I I, I knew this was going to happen. It's it's just comical to me. It's a little bit it's funny, but it's like not, you know? Um fuck. So Bill right away was flipping out with his usual ridiculous over-the-top tweets uh, about these uh, end-of-the-world moments about the team. He He's quite funny to watch when, when the team is melting down uh, his usual responses uh, about, about the Lions. Mm. Boy, he is a busy, busy tweeter. I would like to welcome Dan Campbell to the WTF to the WTF. Uh, what the fuck were they thinking? Lions head coaching hall of shame, decision-making. All right. That's, uh, that's interesting. Lions trail 21 to seven. I know how this ends. They'll make it a game in the fourth quarter and we'll all talk about how they should have won this game. I've lived this all my life as a lions fan. Uh. My God. Get Will Harris off the field. How in the F does the safety not see that play developing? Price is so bad at quarterback. Get him off the field now. The quick snap moment uh, t- uh, to that opening drive will only happen to the Lions. He's talking about the play I was just talking about. His huge predictions. He predicted the Lions would beat the Bears 27-24. to When are you going to learn, you idiot caveman? My God. Uh, In the great state of Michigan, though, everybody's losing their minds because both Michigan and Michigan State are 5-0. Whatever. I think that's great. I like it when they... uh, I would love to see Michigan beat Ohio State. I'd love to see Michigan State beat Ohio State. There's a lot of good football teams in the Big Ten, by the way. Iowa, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. All very good teams. My God. Speaking of college football, there was a horrible, horrible... Uh, Entry into the Muppety flippity, Crackety Hall of Fame. We had a big one. This was spectacular. Being described as uh, one of the most gruesome of all time. Bryson Tremaine is the guy in question. It was Oregon traveling to uh, Stanford for this game and uh all right let's break it down um and this guy was having he's', a, he's their number one receiver for uh for Stanford and and I, I need to know uh by the way is it Stanford Cardinals or the Stanford Cardinal because this article says the Stanford Cardinals and when John Elway played for them uh they they were referred to as the Stanford Cardinals. And you know their uh, jerseys are cardinal red, but I keep I don't like teams that do this that, that they're called the Stanford Cardinal. or you remember uh, or like the Syracuse Orange. For the longest time they were the Orangemen. And then I think uh, political correctness took over and changed that. All right, I don't even know who won this damn game. I don't care. All right, look at that. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, there you could it no matter how you tried to angle the camera and manipulate your own foot, there's no way you could make your foot look like that. Oh I think we can actually see a skin breakage here. Like, this is where the bone is popping out of the skin. Oh, man. This is impressive. I have an actual video of this, too. You can see he's like,
2: oh, oh, no,
1: oh, oh, look at that. Oh, my God. It's so not moving. The joint is so sideways and distorted. It's It's like... Oh, uh, look at how sideways this guy's foot is. I will link it up. Oh boy, in the show notes of the podcast, this poor son of a bitch. Oh, uh, do not let your kids play football. Oh, uh, yikes! Tarantula farmer says, "Go with the full screen." All right, let me, let me let me see if I can make that happen. There you go let me back it up oh oh oh! I don't think it broke through the skin oh my god it's like his, his leg has a new joint there and it's just not moving I cannot imagine the pain shit oh ladies and gentlemen Frank the tank fuss is here now you got to understand, um, as much as he knows everything about football, uh, not about football, about insurance, he just said, shut up, Eric, football is fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I love watching it, but it just frightens me when I see he rubs some dirt on it, you dummy. When I see those types of injuries and I can just imagine if uh, if if I had a child that was badly hurt, I mean, come on. You're right. It is uh, It is fun. It's great. I love it, but fuck. Terry says, wait a minute. What group of people are called orange people? Yeah, they're just called the orange now because like, there was women's teams. the, the Let's say the Syracuse women's basketball team, they didn't like that they were being called the orange men. And uh, if they were called the Syracuse orange women, it just kind of didn't work. So they just changed it to the orange, you know, I guess. Oh my God. That is, uh, that was horrible. It was a horrible thing to have to see. I can't, uh, you know, I mean, if you're on the field, you just want to barf. Oh God. All right. Watch a couple movies over the weekend. One of which I'm going to do a cameo about at the end of this show. Uh, Adam James slash Adams, uh, Adam Balboa. I promised him I would watch the Stallone flick, Rambo, Last Blood. Now um, I, I read the reviews of this movie before I um I saw it, and I can't. I mean, it was so panned. I could not believe. The Rotten Tomato score is very low. The audience seemed to like it, so like eighty percent success audience score. You know the little popcorn bucket, bucket. It said, it's "Yeah, we love it," but it, it was not fresh with the, the the green splatty splat, and just scathing, horrible reviews of this film. I will. I'll, he wants me to do a live cameo with a review of the movie, so I told him I would. I'll finish up the show with that. So it's not so much a roast on Cameo, more like just a review. Whatever. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to pay uh, 15 bucks for. He's more than welcome to do that. I also watched the many, uh, wait a What is it? I keep screwing this up. The Many Saints of Newark. I think I'm getting that right. It is the Sopranos prequel. So if you liked The Sopranos, this is what happened um, many years before the timeline on the show that we all fell in love with. I still will take to my grave that the uh, ending of The Sopranos, I just can't get behind it. Still love that show. But it was getting a little long in the tooth. This prequel, though is uh yeah i liked it it is uh, this is the story of christopher's dad christopher Maltesanti. not only is is he the main character the guy who plays christopher's dad uh nicky Maltesanti, but it is uh, the introduction of of tony soprano and all these other characters when they're much younger uh tony is a uh, a teenage kid and he kind of wants the life of a, of a mobster or a gangster, a little bit of a, a Bronx tale going on there. And, uh, but he's not sure, and it's, so there's a little bit of a conflict there. If you like The Sopranos, I think you're going to like this film. It features a younger version of a lot of the characters that you fell in love with, including a young Polly Walnuts, a young Silvio, a young uh, Big Pussy, which I just hate saying every time. Um young Janice, Tony's sister. Tony's mother is batshit crazy. You see, you learn about Tony's dad, who's an asshole. Um, uh, yes. I loved it. You should watch The Many Saints of Newark. Damn good. Uh the young Tony, young Tony Soprano is played by Michael Gandolfini. Uh James Gandolfini's. Actual son. Who? Uh, this is strange, man. When he died, when James Gandolfini died, he had a heart attack in a hotel, and I think France. He was uh, or Italy. It, yeah, it was Italy because he was going to receive some award uh for something. I, f- I forget what. And and uh, him and his son, and maybe somebody else, had traveled to Italy. And then the kid who played Tony in this film. At 14 years old, ugh, he discovered his dad ugh, at, who had had a heart attack and fell down on the ground. And kids are like, holy shit. He calls uh, the front desk and my dad is hurt. Holy shit. And, uh, man, that is awful. Uh, so that was it. You know, he died, uh, died that day awfully. Um, James Gandolfini. I ran into him. I This is a story I've told before. Uh, it was, what year was it? I would guess 2002 and it was a Bruce Springsteen concert in Madison square garden. I went with Jetman, man, Rob Fulmer. And it was weird because we had uh, seats way up high, kind of like the nosebleed seats. And, um, this is a 100% true story. I've told it before. So it'll be consistent. You'd be like, Holy crap. And it was a who's who of the Sopranos. And the guy who played Uncle Junior, Dominic, uh, Dominic Chianisi, he was there. And then several other cast members and James Gandolfini was there. Also, as the lights came down, the house lights and the show started, you see an entourage walk up the steps. And this is, these are terrible seats way up high and I'm surrounded by all these you see all these different members of the show from the Sopranos and then I swear to God a uh, entourage walks up and it's Donald Trump he's right there he's probably six rows ahead and uh, it was him and I don't remember if anyone else was with him I just remember I didn't even know who Melania Trump was I don't even know if he was with her then I have no idea and so it's Trump and all these security people and uh he files in he sits he watches the show everybody's like oh my god it's Donald Trump uh near the end of the show i remember him kind of like signaling the security guys like i want to leave and then boom just like that he leaves before everybody else leaves because see, i guess he wanted to avoid the crowd but just fucking crazy you know and then jetman and i as we're walking out Uh, I'm standing right behind Gandolfini and total douche move I don't know why I said this like no one's gonna know it's him right I go hey shake my hand or I'm gonna yell that you're here I actually said that to the guy (laughs) and I I still regret that to this day and he turns around he looks at me and he goes and he puts out his hand he shook my fucking hand (laughs) oh my god that was it. That is uh, that is my James Gandolfini story. What a douche. Not him, me. Um, still, you guys are like, oh, is this another Eric Zane Broken Promise? Is the show really going to be on Twitch? Yes, the show is coming to Twitch. Is going to Twitch, I should say. The live stream. The video live stream will be on Twitch. The audio podcast, same as it's always been. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane. Please go there and follow the page. More details when I get them as to how we're going to work this. So twitch.com slash I told you this would be a process. And the reason why is because they're actually building a page for me. We want to um, uh, do this appropriately. And I want to be back on Facebook for a period of time where I'm saying, Hey, make sure you check me out on Twitch. The show is moving there. Now that it, pretty much everybody's abandoned me on Facebook anyway, because it's been uh, like 20 days since I got in trouble. Uh, uh, and it's a bummer because people like Mike ball talk shit about me and I'd love to go on there and tell them to go fuck themselves. And, uh, but I can't, I think, yeah, I've got about 10 more days before I can go back on, on, uh, on Facebook. Did you see there was a big deal on everyone's making a huge deal about this, uh, uh, whistleblower on Facebook and she comes forward and she says, Hey, yeah, they, they don't give a shit about. Uh, Anything, you know, a whistleblower says she showed up there to kind of like help police it to make it a a better environment, uh, more safe for people. I I have a hard time believing that um, anyone can be in danger because of a social media app. You know, Um, I mean. Can't you just like not participate if you're worried about it? The idea, I guess, is that uh, they don't police it enough. I don't know. I think they do a pretty damn good job of policing it. Fucking A, I can't even do anything without getting suspended. Holy shit. All right. The show is on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you like the content of the free podcast and you're thinking, hey man, uh, I would I would like to listen to more, uh, sign up for my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. And I put 15 hours a week up there on my Patreon. Different, uh, different content. The daily bonus podcast, which is an extension of this. Uh, also, the uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia, the Lost Zane recordings, the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's 200, and of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with, uh, with Ben, of course, and it uh, went at 4 p.m. this Friday because I had to work, I had to do limo work Friday evening. People were giving me shits, like, I can't believe it, I think uh, Kyler even called me an asshole asshole does the show at 4 p.m. He actually got upset at me because I did the show at 4 p.m. It's like I do my best, okay? Not everything I do is going to fall in line with your fucking schedule, you stupid, selfish bastard. I do the best I can. Shut the fuck up, you stupid Kim Jong-il-looking dumb motherfucker. You really do. I shouldn't say Kim Jong-il. He looks like Kim Jong-un, the one who's in charge now. My God. I had no idea that Mexicans look like North Koreans. You look like you're from North Korea. Mexicans look at you and go, what the fuck happened to you? Jesus. Don't go to Mexico. You're going to get your ass kicked. The open and live stream of this show brought to you this time around by affordable limousine. They are hiring. You should work there. They're looking for experienced drivers who have a CDLB with passenger endorsement. Okay? If that's you, go to buscareers.com. Fill out the form, and then um, if you're lucky, you'll have a great gig. And what's awesome about this job is not only is the pay awesome, um, you make a great hourly wage, and then you add tips on top of that you're looking at a, uh, a a hell of an income. And you can work quite literally whenever you want. You can work as much or as little as you want. It's as simple as, hey, I have a run uh, coming up uh, uh, Thursday evening at five, from 5 to 8 p.m. You're taking a sports team. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. You know, you can say yay or nay. There's no pressure at all. You work when you can work. Buscareers.com. Go there, fill out the form, and off you go. Looking for experienced drivers that have a CDLB with passenger endorsement. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. 3-in-1, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search EUFY Video Lock. That's EUFY Video Lock or visit ufiofficialcom slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the Ufi video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place to be horrible It will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full 3-in-1 triple security with Eufy.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Gift of Life Michigan reminds you uh, to fill out your organ donor card. Back of your license is good. If you go to EricZaneshow.com, click on the Gift of Life logo. Hang on. And uh, fill that bad boy out, and then you will be in the system. Please, please, please consider being an organ donor. Uh, You cannot take it with you, so that would be just so fantastic. Your organs can save up to eight lives. Your tissue and your corneas can improve the lives of up to 75 people. Uh, Please get behind Gift of Life Michigan and uh, donate those things. Okay? Thank you so much. I see Frank Fuss is in attendance, starting his day out right with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, Frank is uh, very, very active these days because it is time to re-enroll for Medicare and getting very close to re-enrolling uh, for people who get their insurance in the marketplace. Obamacare. Call, uh, call or text Frank right now. 61, you can stop what you're doing. Call him or text him right now. This is free. You're basically putting him to work. It doesn't cost you a dime. And he's going to make sure you make the right choices and avoid all the potential problems of doing it on your own. Re-enrolling. Ugh. God, I hate this time of year. That's why Frank does it for me. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. Hold on a second. I just had a thought. All right. Do that. Or you can go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out that form. Uh, Frank is a licensed independent insurance broker. And he earns his money from the insurance companies, getting people like you into the policies that you need. Now, at this time of year, of the year, that is when folks are on Medicare uh, sign up and uh, do what they have to do to uh, make sure that they are on the right path with their policy. Happens once a year. This is the time. If you or someone you love is engaging in the Medicare system right now, you need to reach out to Frank. 616-914-4070. All right. Some of you may recall this moment. This is John Gismingo rage quitting on a podcast that was known as the Rubberneckers Podcast. Uh, uh, John Gismingo, here you go. I know for, no, for the listeners. In, in case, uh, just a little, a little more background. You'll hear the dude with the accent. That's I think he's from New Zealand or Australia or some shit. That's uh, Parkinson's Dave, who last week said, hey, I'm dying on the podcast. He's along with uh, a couple other idiots. And uh, uh, this is what happens when you take several people and mix them together. There's like some disagreement and then uh, uh, John Chismingo flips out and Rage quits because he doesn't like the direction of the conversation. Listen to this hot-headed monster.
0: Well, I, I, know, for, I know for the listeners, this was deemed the best article to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I thought the this was best. The worst the article. Best. So it's it's only downhill from here. That's not true because the next article is really good. You, you have to talk about having some fucking optimism, Dave. You have to explain
2: who decided that was the best article. All right, you you know what? You can all go fuck yourself. This is the last fucking rubbernecker and I'm dead fucking serious. (laughs) Go ahead, laugh it up, funny fucking... (laughs) we are all laughing in his face. Boy, laugh it up. I've had enough of your fucking donut jokes and enough of your other fucking shit. One guy doesn't show up. It's a big fucking thing. We got a prayer, right? Donut, donut, donut. Fat, fat, fat. Meanwhile, you're over there sucking on a fucking cigarette and everything... I, I try to do nothing. You motherfucker! Don't do a fucking thing. You sit there on your ass you make a couple things up and then all of a sudden that's it. Nobody does nothing. We sit in here. We look like jerk offs. Jerk offs every fucking week. I try to make it a better show. And you know what? This isn't even fun anymore. And I'm fucking done with it. rubberneckers is over. You can do whatever the fuck you want with the rest of you fucking guys. I don't care. But I've had enough of this fucking shit. Fuck is all. Do something fucking better if you can. You can't. Run the show. He's sitting there. Well, this is first fucking topic's the worst fucking topic. And so you already are setting this up. What do you think? I'm a fucking moron. I know what the fuck you're doing. You think this is the first fucking time I've ever done something like this? You fucking assholes can go fuck yourselves. Every fucking last one of you. I've had it. I came in here. I was going to try to go through this thing. But if you're just going to sit here and try to make me the asshole out of this fucking show, go fuck yourselves. All of yous.
1: So did you so guys I hear Googled about the woman um, who got uh impregnated no, no, by no 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 we haven't itself? finished this article
2: now i'm done go fuck yourself i'm leaving the thing i'm not putting this show up shut the thing off give you the don't. fucking patreons their money back no i'm fucking done i've had enough i've had enough every one of you motherfuckers when this fucking shit gets stops being fun I'm fucking done. So, I hope you're fucking happy. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Go make a fucking podcast where somebody will actually lift into to it with the rest of you oh. fucking five morons. Oh. One that never shows the fuck up. Oh. Enjoy yourself. I just have one thing to say. Go ahead. Let's finish. Bye, motherfuckers. Okay.
1: All right, so that's John. Now, John is... Uh, is in the um, uh, chat right now here on on Facebook. He's enjoying the show. That is very, very kind. Apparently, some of the conversations that I've had on this show have been making uh, appearances on... He's got another... I think he has like 50 podcasts. I think he's like a career podcaster. He must be filthy rich or something like that. All he does with his time is podcasts. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it is called the Gaslighting Podcast. Is that right, John? Oh, the gas. I should have done this before. I think so. Yeah, it's called Gaslighting. In fact, um, two days ago, he wrote, uh, the discord nitwits invaded the Eric Zane show live feed. And as usual, comrade Zane didn't disappoint with his opinion on the Jamie Spears, Britney Spears saga. Okay. So John must be one of these dipshits who thinks that, you know, uh, Jamie Spears is the devil. He bases that on uh, no actual, actual tangible facts. He's just based it on what the mob thinks. And, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a mistake, but, uh, I haven't heard that one. Uh, I do know in the episode before, uh, John and his partner, what the fuck is that guy's name? Devin? I don't know Devin, uh, but they're having a discussion, uh, again, about your old pal, Eric Zane. And, uh, they got into a discussion about covid and this was the time when i was discussing how uh, governor whitmer in michigan had said she was not going to uh, something to do with mandates and she said that um um uh, she, uh, it was a lot of bullshit and uh, she indicated that and in, with the budget passing she kind of like did a uh, 180 view on um trying to keep the public safe from covid by saying oh yeah no mask mandates in the schools and uh and there was one other thing that was it was kind of like contradictory to what she had been doing all in the past year which was annoying to me because she put everybody through all of that shit a year ago but now nothing's really changed and she's like oh no 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 it it it's cool it's fine so i i had an opinion about that And these two knuckleheads discussed it on their show.
2: A lot of people started talking about this, and there are some podcasts that are right out of Michigan. One of these is the Eric Zane podcast. Eric Zane, who was fired from... Eric Zane, he was... uh, I know, I know.
1: (laughs) He was... uh, Everybody does the who joke. Is that... I mean, is that really necessary? I was like, ha ha, who? I don't know him. He must be a fuck. Shut the fuck up.
2: Who was fired from... Eric Zane. He was. Uh, I, he know, was a, I know. <laughs> was I know. He was a uh,
1: yes. part <laughs> <laughs>
2: of a morning show. I think it was called Free Beer and Hot Wings. And then somehow he got fired. And now he's doing his own show. He was the guy that was on WATP. Who are these podcasts? The first time I was Cringe of the Week when I had the meltdown on Rubberneckers. Absolutely lost his mind at the clip too. It was yeah. glorious. Yeah. He thought it was funny We're done in history. Well, I didn't know at the time that Eric Zane was an, by the way, uh,
1: I believe he's from Philly. Kate, are you hearing
2: that? Are
1: you hearing the way he says, Eric, Eric, that's how you sound. Eric Zane. That is a, that is a Northeast thing. That's because you all talk with that guy, uh, garbage smish. That's how people who don't speak the, the English language perfectly talk, with that filth, uh, filthy, fucking, toothy accent. You sound like shit, Eric. Eric
2: lost his mind at the clip too. It was yeah. glorious. Yeah, he thought it was funny. We're done in history. Well, I didn't know at the time that Eric Zane, Eric Zane was a Nazi. I had no idea. What the fuck? Yeah. He's a Nazi. This is how he responded to what Whitmer did.
1: But Whitmer, in my opinion, hurt her chances of getting my vote with this bullshit move. She should have dropped the hammer. She should have said she should have locked us all down again. She should have said vaccine mandates. uh, Everybody has to get vaccinated or they have to leave Michigan or they're put in jail. She should have said that there is Gestapo on the street saying, show me your papers. I would have been all for that. But no. All you dummies now are going to win your Herman Cain awards because of this shit. And she is partly responsible. Screw that. My God.
2: That's your buddy. Okay, dude, if you are that fucking
0: scared (laughs) and that worried (laughs) to blow it out of proportion like that, that we we, would need Gestapo and paper police, don't fucking go outside.
2: From what I understand, he's very close to Canada from where he lives. He should pack up his Nazi ass and move it right across the border to Canada, because that's exactly what they're doing. He should. He would love it over there. Yeah. You want to get fined yes. for accidentally misgendering someone? Be my guest. Oh, he yes. would love that. Yes. I mean, I, ne- I couldn't believe he was that much of a leftist. I was shocked when yeah, I heard I that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like he's calling the other guys dummies. At least they're not not.
1: Oh, yeah. Says the guy who says uh, the the F word 8 million times in 10 seconds. How did you? You can't call people. Eric, you can't call people dummies. Eric, Eric, can you believe this guy? He's calling people a dummy. Holy shit.
2: I mean, that's what actual Nazis would say. It's as fascist as it gets. Absolutely nuts. I couldn't believe it. That's why I had to pull it. I was like, "Holy shit!" I listened to the show, but then again, as Eric says, "Oh my god in heaven!"
1: Shoot. Yeah, don't use drops. It just it wrecks the momentum. Me in the fucking. You were doing great,
2: base. Well, you know what? Your stormtroopers, your Gestapo, you might get your wish one day, Eric. How is Eric. it that bad? I actually had to rewind it. And go back and listen to it again. Well, I thought you. I misheard him. I thought maybe, you know, as I was driving, he was talking about somebody else. Nope. Nope.
1: All right. There you go. That is uh, John Jismingo over at the Gaslighting Podcast. If you want to hear this piece of shit uh, talk more about it, probably the best bet would just be search Gaslighting Podcast. Devin Necker and John Jamingo. Website. Oh, they're on Red Circle. Holy shit, I didn't know you're on Red Circle. Well, so am I. That's fantastic. This is okay. I'm going to approach you then about a uh, fucking uh cross promotion. Twelve episodes. So how long until you go crazy? And, uh, and, and fuck it up with, uh, with this guy, this, this Devin dude. I mean, seriously. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Gaslighting podcast. In fact, he actually calls, uh, the episode that he pulled, pulled that from as Stretching Gretchen. Uh, Devin is late again. Oh, that's going to piss him off. That's going to result in some serious temper tantrum. I love it. All right, well done, boys. I'm going to check out the podcast. I haven't actually listened to the podcast other than what I just heard, but I think that's worth a listen. You have earned that, and uh, uh, good job. You're fucking wrong about everything, though. Go listen to a podcast where these two assholes are wrong about everything. There you go. Ah, Okay. So some limo work over the weekend. This was, okay, Saturday. 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's a long day. Long night, I should say. It allowed me to watch uh, uh, The Many Saints of, uh, of Newark. Because basically I dropped these people off. And just watch TV. And I fell asleep. I'm in the fucking front of the limo. I'm like, ah. Fell asleep. While parked, of course. But um, prior to that, um, I pull up to this uh, a place where the wedding is going on. And all I have to do is pick up the bride and the groom and take them to a brewery. They're having an after party um, from the wedding at a brewery nearby. Okay, so the wedding is going to, the wedding reception is going to go till about 9:30, 10. Pick the uh, newlyweds up. A number of the people are going to go to this uh, bar, and uh, that's it. As I'm driving up, this is in a very uh, woodsy setting, okay? It's off the beaten path, and it, there's this like pavilion. Um, with an indoor area where you can have a reception. You, like, rent it out, okay? And as I'm pulling up, um, there's, I could see a guy picking up a can, a piece of litter with one of those uh, things that you use, that you, like, squeeze it, and it has the little grabbers on the end. He's picking it up and puts it in a bucket, a bucket, a bucket, and he looks at me as I'm driving up, and I I notice right away that, He's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? Now there's cars everywhere. There's people walking in and around, you know, dressed up nicely. It's a, it's a reception. And, uh, he's, he's looking at me as I come pulling up and I'm like, why is this guy? And he, I I figure out quickly, uh, he's next to a golf cart. He's the guy that kind of, um, is in charge of this facility, I guess but doesn't own it or anything like that. I think it's owned by the community or the county or something like that. And he's kind of like the caretaker. And within seconds, I realize he's crazy and an asshole. Just by the one second I've looked at him because of his posture. Have you ever, uh, uh, just, you know, kind of like labeled somebody that way is like, I think this guy's an asshole just by what he's doing. He's staring at the, at the headlights that are approaching him. I kind of roll by him slowly and I don't have a giant car. I just have a, a sedan. Okay. It's uh, it's not a big gaudy limousine. It's just for me and two passengers. And I, I pull up to this area to the next, to right next to this pavilion. Now, I don't know that I'm going to have to wait for a handful of minutes While they wrap up, but typically that's how it is when you pick up a bride and a groom because they got to say goodbye to everybody. You know, it's always like, Hey, congratulations. I pull up, I get out, I take two steps and I hear can't park there. And it's dude. Now I have figured out in my years of interacting with crazy fucks that they're going to hate you even more. If you don't fight with them, you're going to kill them with kindness. And I go, oh, okay. Hey, no problem. Um, I'm just here to pick up the bride and the groom. He goes, bride and groom? Like, so I'm like, well, maybe this isn't a wedding. Maybe it's just a, a party and people are getting picked up. I'm just assuming, right? I go, well, uh, I have to pick up a couple that are here. At about this time, so I figured, uh, yeah, you, you 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 can't park there. You you can. That is a a fire lane. In case there is an emergency, you cannot park there. And I go, I yep, you're right. I am going to. Uh, I'm, he goes, you gotta go. You gotta go down. Uh, it is like 25 feet, and turn around, and you gotta. I mean, you you might be able to put it there. No problem. Yeah, of course. I'm so glad you, th- I go, thank you for telling me. And he just looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. I get in the car. I drive the short distance. I turn the car around. I'm getting out of the car. Cannot park there. Okay. Um. Yeah, all right. And uh, he goes, you got to put it right there. Right there. And you got to put your hazards on. There's no one around. Okay. The party is almost over. There's like 25 cars in the parking lot. People are kind of milling around. People are starting to leave. You know, the, the night is getting long for these folks. They know the night is almost over. You know, people are walking guys who, who once had their suits on in the wedding party, kind of like their shirts are untucked. They've been dancing their asses off on the dance floor. You know, they're wrapping it up. Park the car. And, uh, make my way, um, over to where I was originally. And this guy is eyeballing me. I mean, he's just watching me and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I want to go up to him and say, Hey, what the fuck is your problem? Okay. Um, but I know I can't do that. It's not, I mean, it's, I would, I would lose the job if I went and picked a fucking fight. So I'm just like, uh, I wander over to where the pavilion area is and there happens to be a dude walking out. He goes, Hey, you're the driver. I go, yes, I am. How are you? He goes, I'm the groom. I'm Kyle. I go, Hey, Kyle, how are you? Congratulations. And then see, he goes, and you're Eric Zane. I go, I am. He goes, Holy shit. What's going on? I go, well, I do this. This is what I do on the side. And he goes, Oh my God. And then he actually says this. This was so kind. He goes, this is the best wedding gift I have I could possibly have gotten. I go well. That is so incredibly kind of you. I go uh, well. Um, take your time, and I'll just be hanging out here. And when you're ready to go, we'll do it. And he goes. Yep. We're just going to go to this brewery afterwards. My new bride and me, and we're going to meet a bunch of these people there, and then that's it. I go. No problem. So all right. Some time passes before they actually get in the car. Like I said. Now, uh, he, what he said was, he goes, we have to have the music off by 9.30 and we have to be out of here by 10. Now, right away, I'm thinking that the ball breaker guy, he's going to try to kick their ass if they're in any way breaking any of these rules. And I was right. Um, so 9.30 comes, music is shut off. They immediately start breaking it down. This guy is the, the fucking caretaker or the fuck he was is watching over everybody like a hawk real asshole before that i'm kind of walking around the facility just waiting you know looking at my phone uh, uh you know shit like that and he now is like my buddy he comes driving up in his fucking golf cart and he goes "Um, uh, they got you waiting huh i go uh yeah you know it's pretty typical with a wedding he goes yeah i thought so huh <laughs> Good luck. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is that? Why? I don't understand this. What a miserable fuck. That's going to be John Chismingo in a few years. That, that That's why you can't be so pissed off at the world, John. You're going to be like this guy. All right. More and more people leave. Uh, I get new husband, new wife in my car. We're driving away. And, uh, I'm going to bring it up, but I'm going to kind of casually get into it. And, uh, you know, I, I've already broken the ice because they know me from the radio show. They know they know me from the podcast. And uh, uh, start talking. And then uh, I go, so I have a prediction or I have a thought about you. I, I am guessing that you and other people there had a run in with groundskeeper ball breaker guy. And they go, holy shit, did we? He would not stop. He made this so horrible. Uh, the guy had been like busting their balls the whole time. You know, you got to be out of here by 930. Music off by 930. He kept like, like hassling the bride. I mean, of all things to do, uh, you know, that's a real dangerous uh, roll of the dice there. If you say anything to a bride on a wedding day, you know, Everybody knows that on a wedding day, the bride in that circle of space, or uh uh, it, uh, uh, or of all those people that are around there, has more power than the president. Okay, everybody knows that. You don't. I mean, this is the big swinging dick when it comes to everything uh, involving those festivities. You just, you know, you don't call her with a concern, you know? You don't express that there's a problem. You just handle it. You just do it without telling the bride. You don't want to have that type of, uh, and if the bride asks for anything, you just, well, yeah, of course. And you do it as quickly as fucking possible. The one thing you don't do is walk up to the bride And say, yeah, you got to make sure you're out of here by 930. And uh, uh, make sure. No, he was actually concerned that somebody would leave their car there. This asshole. Because, you know, in case somebody gets shit faced or somebody has to drive somebody home. He said, no, there can be no cars here. And he's like bringing that up to the bride. It's like this guy is going to get a fucking screwdriver jammed into his neck in a second. If he says one more word to her. Oh, my God. So. If you ever uh, uh, need to rent the pavilion at uh, uh, Fallsburg Park, I think that's what it's called. Fallsburg Park Pavilion in Lowell, Michigan. Be advised, there's a crazy fuck. He's probably a ghost. He's probably a dead man, a ghost that kind of just polices the fucking place. What an asshole. Jesus. Of all my uh, time that I've been doing limo work, I might be the biggest dick that I've ever had to deal with. I've had to deal with a lot of people. You know, wedding planners? Wedding planners are ball breakers, uh, but not as bad as this guy. This couple did not have a wedding planner. If they had had a wedding planner, you could have witnessed an unbelievable brawl in the middle of the parking lot with a lady wedding planner or a gay man wedding planner and that dude. My God. It is almost time for paintball. We are less than two weeks away. We didn't have a lot of time. We haven't had a lot of time to promote this one. But uh, TC Paintball is where we will be on October 17th. In fact, it's the evening The same day as the Grand Rapids Half Marathon. So I will be rickety. There will not be much movement uh, from your old pal Eric Zane. Maybe if I eat some Tylenol beforehand, I'll be okay. But if there's ever been a time that I could be absolutely murdered on the paintball field, it would be this event. Paintball War number 16. What did I name this one? Didn't I have a name for it? I did have a name for it, and now I don't remember. Was it the back-to-school slaughter? No. The Grand Rap. It was something, did, wasn't it something to do with the half marathon? I forget what the fuck I named it. Anyway, paintball war number 16 comes up on the 17th of October. It starts at 4 p.m. this one, all right, because we want to make sure we have enough daylight. We'll be outdoors, and I want to see you. tcpaintballgr.com. The Fall Brawl? Is that what I named it? I don't think I named it the Fall Brawl. So if you want to go, you need to RSVP. I need to know that you're coming. So even if uh, you're writing it right here that you're coming, Tarantula Farmer, please uh, hit me up with an email because otherwise I will forget. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you could send me an email with your RSVP for Paintball War number 16, that would be great. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. It's only going to cost you 35 bucks. Get the group together and let me know that you're coming. The 35 bucks gets you the paint, the gun, the mask, the field time. We have a uh, pizza party beforehand before we get started from BC Pizza. And off you go. Going to be a great time with TC Paintball. Congrats to Bennett Flooring. Bennett Flooring Installation, they just got a brand new vehicle, 616-318-0167, new to them, previously owned, but it looks great. Well done. If you see the Bennett Flooring Installation truck, make sure you honk at those boys, 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan and you need the flooring installed, please reach out to them. They will show up at your place, measure what has to be installed. They'll go home after that very short time measuring, 10, 15 minutes, and then they're going to produce the cost, what it takes to install your flooring. You can do the garbage work like removing the old stuff and make sure you can buy your own flooring uh, on your own. Maybe from Kent, drop the E, add the U. And then off you go. Bennett Flooring Installation will install the flooring in an expert way. 616-318-0167. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation. Comedy this week. Adam Ferrara is in town. October 7th. October 8th. You've got uh, several shows coming you got the park theater on october 7th in holland billy's lounge on october 8th and then back alley comedy club part of the sherman bowling center on october 9th adam ferrara is coming to town also on october 8th at back alley comedy club in muskegon is the uh 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 charity show special farces comedy competition um raising money for the jaeger foundation that is the organization that raises money for veterans who are in need of a service animal. Great, great organization uh, getting uh, veterans and first responders uh, teamed up with service animals all across the United States. That is a fundraiser. It's kind of like a um, you know, uh, local comedians getting together and then whoever, uh, 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 I don't know how they vote, I think it might be applause or something like that wins the competition in this fundraiser. This was the one that dumb shit uh, Ben Glaze was at last year. And, you know, you've got a number of these first responders and veterans uh, that are, uh, well, there's some serious issues going on there in their old noggins. And uh, they're fighting the good fight, trying to stay alive on a daily basis and uh, uh, PTSD issues and self-harming. And dumb shit Ben gets on stage and goes right to the suicide jokes. He will not be there. Uh, Ben was not invited back on this one. That's like the funniest thing Ben's done that's not funny uh, in the past year, you stupid ass. All right. So... Urban Meyer had a bit of a weird weekend. The head football coach for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. As you know, um, most of you know, a very successful uh, coach, both with Florida and Ohio State. He traveled to Ohio as the um, Jaguars... We're taking on these Cincinnati Bengals. They lost. Uh, after the game, I guess, um, Irvin Meyer went out like, hey, party. So he shows up at a bar and, uh, you know, a lot of people are like getting pictures with him and shit like that. And hey, what's going on, Urban Meyer? This is great. And those pictures started to make the rounds at the bar of Urban Meyer. Hey, my God, it's Urban Meyer. He's actually wearing a uh, quarter zip Ohio State gear. You know, it says uh, has the big uh, uh, has the big uh, logo on it. And then the video surfaces not only of him uh, with his arm around fans saying, hey, it's good to be back in Ohio, which is no problem. Uh, at about the same time, uh, uh, a, a video surfaces of some young hot chick grinding on his dick. Here you go. This is that moment. Look it. Not only is she grinding on him, his hand... Is going down on the undercarriage. He is masturbating that woman right there. So that is a special moment for Urban Meyer. I guess I'll show it to you now. You weren't able to see it. So there you go. That's what he's doing. This uh, this old man is doing that to that chick. And, uh, everybody saw it and they shot video of it. It wasn't long before it uh, was splashed all over the internet. Oh my God. Fuck. That's just fucking gross. I'm sorry. Statement from Irvin Meyer. I thought this was real at first. I want to apologize to my wife, Shelly, my children. And to the Jaguars organization, I pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith and there's a drive into deep left field by Castellanos. <laughs> that'll be a home run and that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. All right. I guess my question is, how? How can you be that foolish The duchess says, there you go. What faith does he follow? Uh, you, you might not be aware, but that is a, he didn't actually make this statement. Uh, I I, I should probably say that is a uh, a meme from when um, Tom Brenneman, uh said the F rhymes with bag capital of the world. And then he went back onto the air and said that apology. And then Nick Castellanos did a home run while he was apologizing. So that's where that comes from. The uh, Twitter sleuths didn't take long before they went over to Urban Meyer's uh, uh, wife's Twitter page, Shelly Meyer. And, um, God, where was it now? Sorry, I'm kind of messed up here on her Twitter page. She posted like, uh, Hey, uh, my uh my husband deserves a night out. I'm staying in or something like that. I mean she actually wrote that and it was um because he's been you know he's been uh, losing the team sucks and so she posts a picture of her like giving the grandkids a bath. So she's at home saying, oh yeah, well my hubby, I love him so much. he deserves to go blow off some steam And uh, it's a picture of her on Twitter. Uh, Giving the grandkids a bath or something like that while he's out doing this shit. Oh, my God. So he is just getting murdered. Stevie Lake to the party. This is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars and ultra-successful college football coach and uh, husband of, uh, most importantly, Shelly Meyer, who she now sees her husband... uh uh uh, groping this young chick holy fuck god you know i uh how you know and maybe he was incredibly shit-faced i don't know but i mean there's that 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 isn't an excuse it's just like if he saves this somehow i mean can you i can't imagine how much uh how, how badly i would get my ass kicked I mean, not only by my wife, but all the people that are close to this family that would just murder me if I if there was video of me doing that. I mean, oh my god! And and all is quiet. I haven't heard shit. You know, if you get busted doing that, really, the only thing you can say at this point after that uh, makes the rounds is, okay, uh, you started off the next day, and the first thing you do is you step down as head coach. You have to step down and quit. In order to save your marriage. The last thing you want to do is uh hold oh, hold on a second. Sick fuck Dean uh says maybe she needs her back cracked. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. But you you're you're so disgusting. You are a fucking animal. I want you to know that. Stay the fuck away. Ugh God. You are so gross. Jesus. If you're him, you gotta immediately resign from the football team, quit that job, uh, because you need to, uh, and then voice say, I need to be committed to my wife and work on our relation. You got, you know, you got to do all that shit, and then you gotta say that you're an alcoholic. This is the only way you save your marriage, and start going to meetings, even if you're not, you just do that, uh, or you check yourself into rehab because you're too drunk all the time. Because he was obviously shit faced there, because you got to start with I was drunk. And then I'm an alcoholic, and I'm going into rehab for 30 days, and uh, I'm resigning from the football team. And the football team doesn't care anyway, anyway because you suck shit. Your team's 0-4, and, uh, and, and you're not going to get any better. You're terrible. Col- another another story of a college coach can't do shit in the pros. Man, the fucking nerve of people to actually think he thinks he's so bulletproof that, um, that he can... He can go out there, act like that, and nobody's going to notice? Holy shit. Can you imagine? And and then the other thing you have to do is you have to kind of like uh, allow your wife to have like a, a platform. You have to actually have it where she beats the shit out of you publicly. Uh, the Duchess says uh, that is Mrs. Shelley Meyer who now owns half of his money. As well as she should. Man, you know this isn't the first time that he's uh that he's that he's acted this way. My God, and just gross too. Sickening old guy. How old is he? I'm gonna guess he's 56. Maybe older. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, 57, I wasn't far off. The, the, the chick's probably twenty-two years old. Just gross. Man, very, very gross. So he's fucked. Way to go, Urban. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Akin is des- uh, dead. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Todd Akin or Aiken is dead. You're like, who is Todd Akin? I'm just going to say Aiken and then say Akin a hundred more times. He was a United States representative for a period of time, former conservative Republican U.S. Representative Todd Aiken of Missouri has died. Uh, for a time, he tried to dethrone Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill. You might recognize that name. Years ago, back in 2012, uh, Aiken had a... Um, as a representative in Congress, he was lined up to be able to have a job doing that forever. It was a GOP stronghold in Missouri. and The people there loved him. But he said, nope, I want to be the senator. I want to uh, get a, uh, a conservative uh, voice in that Senate seat. I am going to do my best to take out U.S. Senator Democrat Claire McCaskill. A lot of people thought he had a chance again. He's dead. And this is why you don't say shit like this because when you die, uh, the only thing people remember about you, this is your legacy. This is what you're known for. Okay. Forget the fact that, uh, probably did a fine job as a representative representing the people of Missouri years ago in Congress. This is the guy who, when he was running for the Senate, was uh, discussing abortion, and he made a comment that women's bodies have a way of avoiding pregnancy in cases of legitimate rape. Do you remember this? He described it as legitimate rape. And so everyone's like, "Wait, that that sounds that sounds weird," and and after he said that, he. Well, he ruined his chances of beating Claire McCaskill because everybody killed him over this, including other conservatives. Uh, Of course, a uh, devout Christian. How many times do you hear about a devout Christian making stupid statements? Uh, Great father and friend of many. We cherish many fond memories as a family member saying, oh, yeah, he was great, he was great, he was great, but nobody gives a shit about that part of it. He gave up a safe seat to run for the U.S. Senate in 2012. Strong abortion opponent was asked during an interview by a St. Louis television station whether he supported allowing abortions for women who have been raped. Now, he could have. I'll give him credit for this. He could have kicked that can around the road. He could have uh, dodged it in a way, and nobody would have pressed him on it. But the quote was, he answered that, from what I understand from doctors, those pregnancies are rare. If it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. So he's suggesting that if a woman is, you know, uh, being raped, that. Somehow the body has a defense mechanism to keep the, I don't know, puts like a, uh, some type of protection on it so that a pregnancy does not occur. And, and I don't know if that's true or not. It sounds pretty fucking far fetched to me. And even if it was true, I w I wouldn't say it. And then he threw in legitimate rape, which I don't know. No one pressed Evan. Someone needed to say, well, "Well, what do you mean by legitimate rape? Are you talking about a guy who's like beating the shit out of a woman? Is that a legitimate rape or in your mind is it is it I mean wh- what rape is legitimate and what is not legitimate? That's it's all it's all fucked up. You realize what you just did right there. It's a horrible thing to say." And he's throwing in this questionable comment about a woman has the the woman's body as a way to 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 Keep it from ha- keep the pregnancy from happening if it is a legitimate rape. It's all weird. Well, it was a huge outcry, and uh, Mitt Romney was running for president at the time, and he said, "Ah, you're fucked." He immediately rebuked uh, Aiken and said his campaign would allow abortions in such cases. Criticism of Aiken's remarks clouded the U.S. Senate bid until the end, making him a symbol of how Republicans could fumble away races they had a good chance of winning with a candidate deemed too far to the right Aiken's campaign initially said he misspoke making it even worse he misspoke and then Aiken later said he was wrong even more problems you see there's no right way to get out of that the only thing you can do when that happens is you need to just cut You need to just say, I'll see myself out. You can't try to fix it. You fucking asshole. (laughs) Aiken faced pressure from the national GOP to withdraw and allow the state party to pick a replacement. He refused and he lost big by 16 percentage points. It doomed the campaign. One comment to a local reporter Yet other Republican officials and office holders across the U S occasionally echoed his remarks, signaling how conservative some of the party's base had become on the issue. That's weird. Two years later, Aiken published a book firing back in which he accused GOP leaders of abandoning him and letting McCaskill win. Well, yeah, you fucking idiot. What do you want? <coughs> Excuse me. And labeling news organizations as bullies. In the book, he also retracted his public apology for his legitimate rape remark. So he took the apology back. So first he said legitimate rape and said, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. And then he takes the apology back. Oh, fuck. Never ran for office again. And he's dead. And the only reason anybody gives a shit that he's dead is because he said that. Way to go. You're an asshole. Congratulations. In fact. all right, Never mind. I think he's in the running. It's between Urban and Aiken. For asshole of the day. I think it's going to be a tough fight. Aiken though is dead. You know I've already said a lot of talked a lot of shit about the guy. You know a lot of people always say. You cannot ta- speak ill of the dead. Bullshit. You can absolutely speak ill of the dead. Especially a fresh one like this asshole. Kate says, boo-hoo. They're mean to me because I said something so freaking stupid. Terry says, didn't this dude say it was a husband's privilege to take your wife against your will? I don't know about that. Jason says, I'm an ultra-conservative... Proliferation. I don't know what that means. I, what does what the word proliferation have to do with it? Can't you just say I'm an ultra conservative? And I even think that's idiotic. Is that a typo? I'm an ultra conservative proliferation? Did you use a word there that... Is that a typo? Or is that a word that you don't know the meaning of? Or do I just not know what that means? Hmm. All right. So, when we do do asshole of the day, remember it's down, to, it's a two horse race. Dead guy and Urban Meyer. Josh, clearly not legitimate drop from Taylor Ferrara's legitimate rape song from 2012 is all I can think of. That's true. That's fun. Um, who do, who reached out to me today? I got an email today that I wanted to share because, as you guys know, I love bashing on the Freebird and Hotwing show. Now, um, let's see. Hmm. Rob V writes this. I think it was a replay because what they do from six a.m. to no, it isn't. From 5 a.m. to 6, they do a replay. But from 6 a.m. to uh, 6 a.m., they start their daily show. Uh, So maybe this happened today. I'll have to check it out. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me if they think, A, it's a best of bit, and, B, they just decided to talk about it today. Rob V writes this. Jumped in my truck this morning, and 97.9 was on the radio. Your old show was breaking down top 20 fast food French fries. Seriously. This hot on the heels of 30 restaurants that are out of business. The word is reboot. Take a couple weeks off, change everything. Fire your consultant. You swear by that guy. He's doing you no favors by allowing you to be this shitty. No one has the nerve to tell you guys just how shitty your show has become. And enough with this bullshit about, yeah, we do around the room three or four times a day because new people are always tuning in and we're filling them in on our lives. You fucking moron. Then why didn't you do that for the first 14 years? You know, when we were growing. And don't give me this bullshit about you're adding stations left and right. The only reason why you added stations in the last year is because you took a massive pay cut from Town Square, and in return, they gave you a bunch of their small ass shitty markets. So shut the fuck up and write a show. Idiots. Oh, God, does that piss me off? Fucking terrible. Top 20 French fries? Fuck you. <clears throat> hey, I've got T-shirts available. Uh, you can get them at ericzainshow.com. Click merch. I've got a guy who specializes in HVAC. Not a guy; it's guys now. He's actually added employees. He's added vehicles. That's great. Since A and E Heating and Cooling started on this show, their business has grown, and I thank you, the audience. This is a classic example of how the show works. Thank you so much. 79 bucks. It's time to schedule your furnace tune up. If you've never ever done this, now is the time. If you're like, I don't think anybody's anybody's ever come to my house and tuned up my furnace before. You should see Joe or Jason or David uh, twice a year. Furnace time, AC time. Uh, Both devices, both uh, pieces of equipment need to be tuned up every year. 79 bucks when they come a calling schedule now call or text 616-516-8579 thank you to blue frost it so if you have a small or a medium-sized business and you do not have someone overseeing your tech your own tech department you're you're on thin ice because if something goes south um, uh, all the time and energy that it's going to take to get that thing up and running or your equipment up and running is, well, you're going to lose money. Uh, it's it's not going to cost you that much to have your own tech department because Blue Frost IT does that. That's the uh, branch of their business that is the managed IT service provider. I use them for this service. Uh, they'll give you an estimate. Just reach out 616-200-8550 or info at bluefrostit.com. They also do project work for your workspace. Maybe you're moving your business, maybe you need an upgrade in your equipment, they do it all. Blue Frost IT. My throat is killing me again. Stand by. I think when I turn the mic down you can still hear that a little. I'm having a terrible time. By the way, um Kenny, uh, you, you don't even know it, but you already pissed me off today. You speculated that I was getting a raw deal on setting up, uh, my, my Twitch. Uh, it's not, it's, uh, it's not the same as what your kid is doing. He's like, yeah, I, my kid did it and set it up in a minute. Uh, yeah, that, this is not what you're, this is not what, uh, the same as what your kid is dealing with. There's a lot more. There's advertisers involved. There is uh, stuff that I've talked about many times, so uh, shut up is what I'm getting at. Uh, It'll happen when it happens. Um, Again, you talk too much. And uh, and just so you know, I've, I've told you this a million times, you have a knack to piss me off. So please, bite your tongue more. Do the emoji with the zipper over the mouth. If you find yourself touching the keyboard a lot, you're talking too much. First of all, nobody cares. Second of all, you're probably going to piss me off. So let's stay friends and don't talk as much. How does that sound? The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke mortgage says, if you have a great credit score or a shitty credit score, they can help you. No matter where you are in the listening audience, with the exception of Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina, reach out to Mario to find out about how you can get a mortgage. 231-332-6505 today. Now I talk about, you know, if you have a 800 credit score, that's awesome. This is going to be an easy process. If you have a 520 credit score, okay, that sucks shit. However, you might still be able to get a loan. It's not going to be the best loan, but it's better than paying rent. Okay. So you get the shitty loan, you pay it on time for 18 months, Then you get a better loan because your credit score went up to 590. Year and a half later, your credit score is 660. Now we're talking. This is going to take time. It took you a while. Well, no, it probably took you a short amount of time to screw up your credit. Uh, But a lot of that stuff can be beyond your control. And even if you did cause it, it's all right. You can still fix it. Uh, No judging from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Tell me if they, you you think this was a uh, a a bad bit of judgment. It's already bad enough. You've seen a lot of hospital workers saying, "I think I would rather get fired than get a than get my vaccine." That's it. I'm going to I'm going to cash in my chips and everything I've worked for. I'm not getting putting this poison in my body. <clears throat> uh but this isn't about that. That's bad enough. A nurse in Florida by the name of Sierra Samuels is out of a job at Miami's Jackson Memorial Hospital. Uh, not because she didn't get her COVID vaccine, which if she didn't if you're a, if you're a hospital worker and you don't get your COVID vaccine, I am so happy that you're getting fired. That makes me I am overjoyed with that news. Every time I see any hospital worker lose their job because they didn't get the vaccine, it makes me giddy with excitement. I'm so happy that these disease spreaders are no longer with our sick patients. What a great day it is when a hospital worker that refuses to get uh, vaccinated loses their job. And anybody else for that matter, you know, me, if you don't get it, you're part of the problem. I'm sure that'll be uh, featured on the, uh, what the fuck is it? The, uh, rubber gaslighters podcast later on. You fucking dummies will probably use that. Anyway, this nurse, she, uh, th- this has nothing to do with that. It was just a side rant. This dumb bitch was fired. After a weeks-long investigation, which I can't believe it took that long to investigate this. Yeah, I'm guessing this is a uh, HIPAA law violation. A baby was born with a condition. I think it's pronounced gastroschisis. This is a problem. Baby was born with gastroschisis. That's a birth defect. Somehow, something in the womb makes it so that the child's intestines are outside of the body. Can you imagine being the doc delivering that baby, and, and the baby comes out, and there's a digestive system outside of the body just laying there. Ugh. Well, Sierra decided it would be a good idea to take a picture of this newborn. Uh, you you can see the baby in the picture. I can't see it. I'm just I've just uh, gotten the description with this pile of intestines laying next to it, and she posts it to Instagram and writes, "My night was going great." Then, boom. Your intestines intestines pose to be inside, not outside, baby, she wrote. She also included hashtag gastroschisis. Samuels has not been able to uh, uh, be reached for comment. Taking a a look at her, here she is in her uh, hospital gear with her hospital tag. The hospital issued a statement to uh, local TV stations in Florida that announced that uh, uh, Samuels, Sierra Samuels, was on administrative leave. As soon as we learned of the potential breach, we immediately put this employee under administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. Protecting the privacy of our patients is always a top priority at Jackson Health System. Any potential privacy breach, yada, yada, yada. Well, they fired her. Took a little too long for, in my opinion. How is it that people are this stupid? We've had some real fucking winners in the news in this show. We've had uh, Urban Meyer with that stupid decision he made. Uh, you had Todd Aiken who died what he did t- uh, 12 years ago. And then he doubles down on it in his book. He's an asshole idiot too. And then Sierra Samuels. We have to include her in the asshole of the day running. I would say off the top of my head, unless there's someone else. I mean, I can't include John, John Jasmingo and, uh, and Devin from the uh, uh, rubber lighters podcast, because I actually appreciate them including me on their show. That's very kind. I'll have to appear. You know what? I got to have Jasmingo and uh, Damien, whatever the fuck his name is, on this show. I would love to have these two pieces of shit on here. Because here's the thing about a Philly guy. They think they're tough as fuck. They're just loud as shit and obnoxious, but they're absolutely soft. Okay? And there's nothing better than a Michigan ass-kicking. Uh, The toughest people in the United States are in the great state of Michigan. And all we do is kick the ass of of sensitive, soft East coasters. So if this piece of shit wants to appear on my show, he's more than welcome. As long as I can appear on the rubber lighter show. Okay. Or the gas necker show, whatever the fuck it's called. doesn't matter. But I don't think that he is worthy of asshole of the day. But the rest of these guys are. Make sure to get your vote in on the live stream. Uh, Dirk says maybe the Michiganders should play for the Lions. Good point, Dirk. Uh, uh, Kate says the soft East Coasters. Oh, yeah. You guys are the most sensitive, uh, childish bunch of people on the entire planet. Uh, you, You talk a big game, but you're kind of soft. Mm -hmm. All right. Excuse me. I cannot get rid of this throat issue. My God. By the way, uh, I'll be appearing on the creep off podcast with Carl and Vinny Paulino at uh, noon today. I don't know if you follow the creep off on discord, but if you want it live, you can hear it on discord live. If not, Follow the Creep Off podcast. I will be appearing on that today. Uh, they are doing creepy radio people. Radio people who have been creeps. Now, I have two, count them, two personal stories. One, a lot of you have heard of. Damn it. I don't know what my problem is, folks. I'm so sorry. I sound like Pellerito. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh. oh, God, that's not good. <laughs> oh, poor Mike. Oh, poor Mike. Uh, I'm doing you know fine. Right? I'll be fine. Mike is Every once, once in a while, it feels like a little powder drops off the back of my throat. Mike, you're at 10 <laughs> minutes. Nice.
1: Mike, you're at 10 minutes. You're at 10 minutes, Mike. Oh, Michael. So Adam Balboa on Cameo wants me to review Rambo 5. Uh, It's not known as Rambo 5. It's known as Last Blood. I'll say this. I'm a uh, closet Stallone fan. Mm. I've made fun of him in the past. But if uh, a Stallone movie's on, I'm going to watch it. This... uh, movie last blood was a was panned uh i'm pretty sure it was a it made like 90 million dollars it couldn't have cost that much to make because it featured only two people you know sylvester stallone and dwight yokum and dwight yokum only bare, uh barely no no no. i'm getting movies mixed up dwight yokum was in cry macho which is another film that I recently watched, but I only made it through half of it. And that movie sucked. I couldn't even finish it. So the only person you know that is in the uh, uh, Rambo 5 Last Blood is Stallone. Last Blood Budget. Okay, so it cost $50 million to make, and it made nearly $100 million. I think that's pretty good. Live cameo. If you want a cameo, $15.99, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. There is going to be some spoilers in this, uh, in this cameo. Adam, what up, buddy? This is different than the traditional cameo that I do most of the time. Most of the time when I do a cameo, I'm telling people that they're assholes. They suck. It's a roast. You know how it is. But not this time. You wanted my review of Rambo Last Blood. Which, you know, sounds ridiculous. The fact that this is the fifth movie. It's a franchise film. You had that movie that came out way back in the 1980s, First Blood. This is Last Blood. In between, there's several films. All ridiculous in nature. Incredibly uh, far-fetched but who gives a shit? We love that stuff. This one features John Rambo trying to live out his years quietly. He lives in Texas with a family, kind of like an adopted family, a sweet motherly like figure and a young lady who is, uh, you know, like uh, 20 years old, maybe, maybe even younger than that. And, uh, she wants to go meet her father who lives in Mexico. That kind of abandoned the family and John Rambles like, hey, oh, yo, yo, this is a bad man. You don't want to do that. Yo, 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 yo. And, uh, and and she's like, no, I got to, I got to. I'm going to go there. I got my friend, Gabriella, who's there. She used to live around here, and she's found my dad. And and it turns out that that chick did find the dad. So she's going to go and have that last conversation with her dad in Mexico and says, why did you abandon us? And uh, so she goes all the way there. But Gabriella, she had different ideas. She was working hard. To try to get her uh, uh, to be a uh, fucking sex slave. So uh, the chick and uh, Gabriella and the chick, they go to the fucking bar and somebody spikes the drink. Next thing you know that this chick, she is uh, in the sex trade. Well, Stallone finds out about that. Holy shit. And he rushes in. Okay. He gets the shit kicked out of him though. And so he can't really rescue her. But then uh, after he goes, he regroups. He recovers from the concussion he then sneaks in, kills several people, and uh rescues the girl. But this is this is pretty great because she ends up dying on the way back to the US. He's taking her back. She fucking croaks because they were injecting her with heroin to like get her to like do whatever the hell they wanted. It was really terrible, it was awful. Uh, if you're triggered by uh, you know, scenes of rape, uh, which that we were just talking about, that guy, Ted Akin, he might be like, ah, it's no big deal, whatever, Todd Akin. Uh, so, but that was horrible. And, uh, she ends up dying on the way back to the U S. Holy fuck. I did not see that coming by the way. That was kind of a plot twist. That's really hardcore. She dies. He buries her. Okay. And then Rambo goes and he takes that farm where the old lady that he lives with, uh, and he, first of all, he tells her, tells her to go live with her sister. Uh, yo, I'm going to make this a booby trap house. He sets up all these booby traps. Okay crazy shit like you you're walking you step and a claymore blows up oh my god the whole world's bloodlights on fire and he's waiting for the bad guys to come how's he going to draw the bad guys out from mexico though he goes back back to the place where he already kicked ass and kicks ass again and he slaughters like five of the guys including the brother of the big guy and cuts his head off and throws it out the car windows incredible Horrible gore in this movie one of the goriest movies you're ever gonna see it's fucking awesome So it's all about revenge for John Rambo, which I love revenge too. Okay, so I was like yes fucking get him And uh, so then the bad guys they get all their uh, weapons and their their tactical gear and they show up cuz they got Rambo's ID They know where the fucker lives and they show up to the booby-trap farmhouse and Rambo's got all these fucking tunnels uh, Underneath it and then holy shit the slaughter begins. Oh shit. He kills so many of them. It's incredible. So, anyway, he kills everybody. He sits down in a rocking chair on the porch, like, hey, yo, hey, yo, it's the end of the series. Hey, yo, it's fucking, and he's rocking in the fade to black. That's it. Fucking great. I know I spoiled it for all of you, but this movie fucking rules. I love this movie, and whoever gave it a bad rating, fuck you. It was incredible. Love it so much. Thank you for hiring me for this, uh, and I appreciate that, uh, Adam, and thank you for having me watch Last Blood. Great fucking movie. Should win an Academy Award. There you go. This is different than the traditional cameo that I to <laughs> All right. Uploading that. And uh, there you go. Off and running. I love that movie. There wasn't anything I... There, there was nothing to dislike about that. Man, was that great. Stallone, um... He still looks, like, gigantic. I think he... Uh, I think all he does now is eat steroids or something like that. In this publicity... There's a publicity photo uh, of him. In fact, I'll uh, I'll share it with you right now. For this, for this movie. Uh, Last Blood. The final installment... Of the, uh, of the Rambo films. These are all like stills from it. And his face is completely weathered as shit. But you see this uh, image of him where, it's a, the, uh, where he's got the uh, bow and arrow here? I mean, look at him. He is absolutely jacked. And, he, and that isn't like Photoshop. He looks like that in the film. He's like 70-something years old. You must see this movie. This is a gore-fest guy movie absolutely great Rambo last blood I can't stress enough you can see it if you have Amazon Prime it's uh it's an Amazon film so you I don't know where else it was out on but uh I freaking love that movie highly blessed right writes my favorite Stallone movie is Terminator that's stupid he wasn't in that come on now all right so there you go Thank you Adam. For uh, hiring me on cameo. Okay, your asshole of the day nominees are Kenny for a comment that pissed me off. You're like, hey, what did I say? Well, you, you again. You have the you have the ability, you have the power to piss me off, and you've earned that. So you are a nominee for asshole of the day over your comment about my Twitch stream. Just shut the fuck up. You're not going to win, but you're still a nominee. Uh, I was going to go with Urban Meyer. In fact, I put that one down ahead of time. I'm not sure if I will, though. Urban Meyer, Todd uh, Akin, Akin, or the baby nurse. The lady who took the pictures of the baby. It's not going to be Urban. I mean, that was terrible. But only on this show... Can you die and still be asshole of the day? Congrats to Todd Aiken Who passed away at 74 years old. And the guy who coined the term legitimate rape. That's embarrassing. Rest in peace. You've won an award out the door okay folks i appreciate you that is it man two hours or so close enough in the books for this edition of the eric zane show podcast Dirk says asshole of the day for dying no you stupid asshole you know why he's the asshole today don't act like you don't know you stupid shit why don't you go feather your hair some more stupid asshole have a good one folks talk to you down the road thank you bye-bye
0: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas